0: Welcome to Sweet Release, Healings After Dark, where we have picked up from the original podcast of the round table, and now we get to the deeper conversation where we also drop our filters. So tonight's conversation, it has been asked that we discuss ego, how to deal with it, how to work with it in terms of developing skills of managing and relinquishing anger someone asked about keeping negative thoughts out completely like never ever having them again permanently and basically anything in spirituality that pisses us off and goes in line with this so (sighs) Brittany, (laughs) (laughs) i have to be honest when people talk about their communications with spirit and they're like, but I, how do I know it's me? How do I know it's them? How do I know? I have a really hard time relating to that. And it makes me feel like an asshole because I'm literally sitting there being like, oh, that sucks for you. I don't know how to relate to that at all. How do you guys relate to that? Because I'm just an asshole.
1: I relate
0: a hundred percent. Sharon put in the chat to find your humanity, Andrea. I try. I'm very compassionate about it, but in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't know how to relate to this level of struggle. I have to rely so freaking heavy on spirit for that answer to help because i It never occurred to me to mistrust them in the first place.
2: When did you you actually trust them, though? Like, when? When did you trust them for the first time?
0: I can't think of a time where I haven't. It just became differing (laughs) levels of trust. That's why you
2: can't relate you don't have the experience we run and, and we communicate and we share with people based off of our experience. If you don't have that experience, Andrea, it's not that you're an asshole in that aspect. It's just that you <laughs> have that experience. You clarify that.
0: I really do love that. You had to put in the distinction in that aspect. Well,
2: <laughs> well you know, get it right. I suppose. <laughs> no, I, I just don't think. <laughs> I just don't think you have that experience. I do because like, like I always thought something was wrong. Like when I was thinking, like I didn't understand it to be that. I thought it was my mind, that it was a breakdown within, that it was something that had to be adjusted and fixed, that it wasn't something that I could trust. Emotions, I could not trust. I can't trust emotions or people's emotions. I couldn't trust that either. And I couldn't trust what was going on in my mind, depending on what was happening you know, from family situations or just what I was thinking at the time. And so that trust is like really hard to get to. And like, if you learn to stay like closed off because it's safe, it's really, really hard to like actually step out there and say, okay, I'm going to actually believe myself because you don't think it's yourself or you don't think it's spirit. You think it's just where your-
3: does that,
0: like, where does that disbelief come from of saying it's, because for me, spirit has always felt very, it's been super easy for me to distinguish that it was something just different from me, bigger, better, higher. I know they're going to argue with me about the better part, but I see them as better than me sometimes.
2: Um, yeah, i that. Because
3: you're not supposed to listen to the voices in your head. There you go, yeah, Right.
1: And it's also that there have been a lot of people who haven't had that environment where it was nurtured to mm-hmm. like where people knew that that was just a part of life. Um, most people don't know anything about that. And so we're taught to just rely on the physical and leave the spiritual to the leaders
2: Mm. it's true how much can i say on this portion what can i say on this whatever you want any okay we have no
0: restrictions on this youtube has no restrictions neither does spotify we are we are rated as
2: r (laughs) we might we should be probably but it's (laughs) sorry No, go right ahead. A lot of that fear, like Sharon said, like a religious stuff, because I can remember sitting there knowing what felt inside. That it was just like, all of this is wrong that I'm hearing. But when you're surrounded. And it's constant and you're constantly told that's not right. This is the only way. Forever. Like it's just it is constant. You start to not listen to that inner voice. You give up on it. Because and when you do what the inner voice says, it goes against everyone else around mm-hmm. you. And that's a hard thing to do if you're by yourself, to stand up and say, this ain't right. This, something's wrong. And there's that huge fear there. And then I think we start to deny it. And then we say, well, it's just because I'm crazy. It's just, uh, that's not right. And then we just give into it and forget about it. Like what that's like to sit there and know something's not right and trust it.
0: It never occurred to me that other people knew better than I did when it came to what I felt and thought and experienced. And I knew plenty of people who tried. So, I mean, don't even get me wrong. Even in a spiritual family, you're going to have yeah. plenty of outside influences who are like, you're doing this all wrong. And I'm like, the fuck I am. I'm not sure where that came from with me, but it just, they said starseed nature, you already knew. So I guess it comes from that aspect of me. Plus, I was raised in a matriarch. So I didn't necessarily look at other people as leaders. They just were people in their roles. And it's not that I can't understand per se and have compassion for people who are really wrapped in that ego. But my brain first says, Why are we doing that? That's dumb. Like, that doesn't work for you. So, why are you doing it over and over and over again?
1: For me, it was a lot of um, being told how to act, being told what's right, being told how um, basically how obedient and submissive we should be as children, and including, included into that as women um one thing I have had to that's come up that I need to work on is letting go of that um belief of always have to having to be a good kid because that's what I was raised um that thought of like just always having to please the adults um always uh need to be well behaved follow the orders of the parents and that continuous um uh, the continuous um t- continuously being told that and pretty much having to follow that or else you know you'll you'll get in trouble um that it became a learned thing, I guess, to just push down um, the uh, wanting to go against the adults or whoever believes they are better than you. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. That. I, I think it is. I think it's just that consistent thing because it's like eventually after so long of having to put up with it, you just quit. You're just like, I'm done. I don't even care. And then that fear sets in that it's not real too sometimes, I think. And really, I think it's an individual basis. You know, some kids may be able to like <clears throat> get past that in their nature and some may not. But the thing is, like, if you can't get past that and you do, like, (sighs) hang on. Let me phrase it right. (laughs) I know. Shit. Hang on. (laughs) If you, um, some can get past it. And once they do, they're much better for it. And then once they're past it they can see others in that experience and actually say, Hey, this is no good. This is not okay. I understand where you're coming from, but this is not okay. And you are, they, I don't know exactly what it is for each individual person, but it's just all of those things. that just wears down. I think on people, that they're, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm scared. I'm done. I don't want this anymore. It's not right. I'm not right. And it's the ego. But it's been, like, forced. Like, I don't know how to explain that. It's like somebody takes your ego and says, hey, we're fixing to be best friends, and we're about to fuck them up. You ready? (laughs)
3: And that's how it feels, right? I don't know. It's like they keep feeding the ego, ego, right? So it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then that voice, that intuition, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. It gets in the shadow of the ego.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of it is just the fizz like mostly it's the human side just influence of everyone else. Like as you're a kid, you're dependent on a lot of people or dependent on a majority of people. And so those people that you are either dependent on or have been raised to um believe know better than you. They're the ones who influence your way of thinking and your way of acting and it's kind of hard to get away from that when it's it's constant
3: but it's pretty incredible too at the same time because all of us have almost all of us have felt this and we've all still managed to get to the point where like hey this isn't right anymore we're going to start following our intuition and start you know doing what we feel is right and what it may not be what everyone else is doing, but we get to that level of acceptance and okaying it and growing it. So, you know, at some point, things change. And I don't know if it's a gradual thing as you spend more time away or if it's a snap. I guess it just depends on the person. I don't know. I
2: think it goes back like it can
3: to...
1: be both. I'm sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I just said, I feel like it can be both. I
2: think it can be both, too. I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I know mine was um, when everything fell to pieces. I finally said, fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. And then it was like a slow walk, like, slow fucking walk. But it's a kind of like the, <laughs> well,
3: the mirror was shattered almost, right? Like, it yeah. was just... Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. It goes back to that, like, you're not listening to the pull that we've been doing all these years because you've been listening to everybody else, so here's a boot, boom, you're done. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it's like a slow crawl back, slow walk back, Um, for the better, though. But yeah, I think it stems back to ego and fear, and (sighs) I don't know, I think sometimes it's just, it's harder. For some, depending on what they've been through. Mm -hmm. Just is. And that's understandable.
0: Yeah. Like having an upbringing that feels like indoctrination into the (laughs) ego for years at a time. Yeah. Obviously, that is going to be a struggle. Yeah, I think so. But when it comes to people who haven't been in there, and they're just new on their spiritual path, they've never been taught to deny it, but they've never been taught what it is. It's all just brand new, new, new. And the ego is up that high. What do we do in that case other than draw attention to it? And for me, it has to be blunt and honest and highly compassionate.
2: And even if I do
0: say to people, sorry, even if I do say to people like, this is not working for you, why are you choosing to continue this? Like, this is not working. Why are we doing this? And then I'll follow with spiritual advice, like, how about we just take it one day at a time or one thought at a time, and we go for the rule of three tenths instead of ten tenths, where you just change it and shift it three out of ten times that it comes up and don't worry about being so perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. That one I can relate to, wanting to be perfect and wanting to do things in a way that is The highest light always in line with what spirit says and being enough for people enough to carry that message forward in the way that they want it to be carried forward that's where mine comes up but nine mine never once came up saying don't trust the spiritual voice
3: it's hard too because sometimes your internal monologue and what spirit's saying because it's usually it's in your own voice right so that I can understand there's a confusion there and I think it goes along to what you said Andrea like if it's not you know fear condemnation and all those things then it's something you can usually trust and for me it's usually something I know but I don't want to listen I don't it's something I don't want to know like I I, I know it's right but I don't want to hear it That's that's when it's the loudest
0: I can relate to that. My team, when I'm like, nope, nope, no. And they're like, but you need to face this. And I'm like, I really don't want to. They're like, we're going to come back later then. Let us know. And sometimes my team will catch me and go, okay, let's keep doing it this way then and see how this works. You want to keep doing it this way? And they will like, they'll, they'll make me put my money where my mouth is. And then of course I back down and I'm like, no, 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 no never mind. I was just kidding. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that. Never mind.
1: And so, I
3: too, it's um, with intuition, you know, there's usually an ump, a feeling, a reasoning behind it. It's not just what, it's not plac- placating me what I want to hear, right? Because you'd be like, okay, what should I do today? I really want to stay in bed. And I'd be like, stay in bed, stay in bed. And mm-hmm. no, like, it's just what you want to do, right? It's not what you need to do. I also think so
0: my knee-jerk reaction is not fear it's anger i get real frustrated real angry real quick so when that ego voice comes up and is trying to do that bullshit of like are you sure you're sure you're sure And my spirit guides are in the background going, are we really fucking listening to this guy? Like, I swear to God, he's drunk. Hasn't even kicked out of here 18 times. I get mad. I'm like, did you not listen to what they had to say? I already answered you. And I said, no, now fucking knock it off. And I immediately go to anger first before fear. And I feel like I don't think it's like the best way forward, obviously, because people handle their fear in way different ways, but I feel like it's, it's tough love for the self. I feel like going to anger at least doesn't lock me down. And part of me wonders if that's the other side of the ego coin is if it's going to have you in fear and that icy cold fear, what if the other side of that coin is the hot passion and heat of anger? I know for me, anger gets my ass moving.
2: It could be. Puts me into action. It could be. It could be the other side of it. Because if you're using anger, at least you're going to (laughs) fight. You won't back down. (laughs) That could be. I'm trying to see... What tantrums I've been through with lately to see if I could justify this. (laughs) Have a quick temper. Just saying.
0: I mean, I do, too. I have a really quick temper of people who've tried to instill fear in me and doubt in me. Just for being.
2: Yeah, a lot of my fear has turned to anger lately. (laughs) Yeah, it really has. Like, throw down, throw a fit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like Gavin was saying before I left, like, roll up. Go ahead, ego.
2: Yeah. Let's go. Pretty much. Have yeah. it shown. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: Let's go for this. I and mean, I wonder why that is why we're now transitioning out of fear and going into anger. Is it just a step closer to acceptance or? Oh. I got,
0: my ears went crazy, someone went like this, and I heard ding, 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 you're getting there. And then, like, action steps moving forward, because that's what you have to do in the human realm. Yeah. That's what I felt heard, and I got
2: it it here, like, on the sides of my face. Yeah, it's the fight or flight, right? If we're not in fear, then we're going to fight. Mm. Well, what's after that? Because I'm tired of fighting. No, just like what's what's I mean, next? That's, that's a
0: really valid point. Is you yeah. know, if maybe we knew how to use our gifts and you know communicate with them, <laughs> I wonder if like there's some person who maybe taught you that at some point over the last year or whatever. You know,
1: <laughs> just gonna put you that think out it's there. a reaction, like. Hmm? do you think it's also it could also be like a reaction to feeling disrespected by your own ego
2: i
0: know that's um, how i feel
2: about it yeah
0: i definitely approach it as who the fuck do you think you are talking to me like mm-hmm. that yeah i'm not gonna lie i get a little princessy with the ego and pieces like that and i'm like do you know who you're talking to like have you not met me like who do you think you are um that's relatively new for me though is taking that princess attitude and not just being mad and being like shut up I can't do all this but it's now it's it is the indignation for me of how dare you is it like that for you Shirley?
1: It's starting to be I think because um, I would get frustrated and then I would deflate but deflate like after the frustration and after the anger um but now i feel like the anger is is becoming a little more prevalent prevalent
0: britney looks deep in concentration here that's her that's her talking to spirit face
3: <laughs> yeah i was just trying to figure it out for myself where I am currently like I know my emotions have been like going freaking wild lately, but it's the um the anger, like how dare you? Like that has been so prevalent lately. Like I how dare you? Like it just that encompasses exactly how I feel lately. So it's just my mind was kind of trying to process everything there. <laughs> I love that though. I I love I love that we
0: all have such a shared experience right now. And if you think about it, all of us started working together right around the same time. I find that like a natural progression.
1: Hmm. It's like deep down, we we know we are more than ego and we're just putting ego in its place. Like, because it's getting out of of line and we're kind of tired of that putting up with that
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and I think that's a great point to make too because we know that it's not going anywhere there's no such thing as an ego death there's no such thing as like people going I've had this wicked dark night of the soul where my ego died and it broke apart from me and I was mourning the loss and I'm like are you okay because
3: it's (laughs) we have big problems if that's what happened
0: that's why I'm like, you're going to be so boring at every party you go to, because you're going to be just a cardboard cutout of a human being. Ego death would mean you'd never have any purpose, any fire in you, anything that you had new preferences. There'd be no new experiences. It would just all be. That sounds boring to me. What's is the point boring. of coming
3: to humanity? Darn. It's even a safety thing, like your ego is supposed to keep you safe. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Ego is a special human thing, mm-hmm.
2: we're special. special human thing, that is for sure. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. we're so special, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we get the special struggle bus of the universe because,
3: <laughs> you know, I'm the struggle bus. <laughs>
0: Like these poor little creatures. They probably look at us. They're like, "Oh, they have ego.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't get
0: so t- special to be in mm-hmm. hard mode." Yeah, this is why we're the Florida of the universe. They're all like, "Oh, better not." <laughs> <laughs> they have ego. Be careful. <laughs> Did you your get on your vaccination? You? <laughs> I know, right? Put on your bubble suit because. Don't touch the food or the water. It's just contaminated.
1: They're like, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me.
0: Some poor alien child is trying to frolic in our fields. (laughs) Comes with ego. The whole ship is down for weeks. We'll have to develop a cure.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it feels like sometimes. Holy shit. Right, And then y'all are sitting here like, oh, how dare you? And I'm like, look, motherfucker, when I'm talking to mine, like, I don't understand. Like, y'all are so nice. Like, I am not at all with an ego. And I've never understood that. Even when you're like, talk to it like it's a little kid. I'm like, no, ma'am, you don't understand. Oh, no, ma'am, this is not language for little people. no.
0: <laughs> Terry's like thanks, but I'd rather not. I'd rather I appreciate not, I it. No, thank you. <laughs> no. That's a Can no it? from me. Shut it up. It's a whole it um, yeah. She's like, no is a complete sentence, Andrea. No. no. <laughs> Just saying. No, it's true. But I mean we all have our different ways of approaching it. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. As because as long as we're not deluding ourselves into believing that this is a part of us that we're really gonna be able to completely and utterly eradicate no because you
2: can't no there's no way you can't no it's there you just have to learn how to manage it i suppose
0: yeah that's i heard play nice with it i do play. not you charity no you. you don't play nice with it that we'll just. <laughs> maybe that was just for me <laughs> so On the flip side, this is something I wanted to bring up and I hope you guys don't mind the really quick uh, topic change, you know, attachments. Can we please talk about attachments? Because this conversation pisses me off so freaking much when people come in and they're like, I'm dealing with my boyfriend's attachment. I'm like, no, honey, he's cheating on you and Spears trying to tell you and you just see this dark entity around him because he's an asshole. And people are like, "I have an attachment. I'm not doing X, Y, and Z because of my attachment." And I'm like, "The fuck are you talking about?"
2: What are they talking about?
0: From my perspective, honestly, it's their own bad behavior coming up
2: and needing to be addressed. It's their it's terrible like bullshit trauma. coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Like my that's how I feel. About it. Would just come out and like, yeah, affect everything, right? Mhm. Yeah, I don't.
1: Kind of like not wanting to take responsibility is same as with demons. Just, just you know, calling them, yeah, calling them evil when they're there for you to actually help you. Yeah. yeah. For you to step up, and you don't want to step up, so you're like, no, that's an evil thing. So I feel like it's maybe what the attachments are too. Or they're trying to put, like, they have fear of that and they're trying to label it as an attachment uh, to keep it detached from them. Mm,
0: Like to avoid responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They blame it on yeah, on something else when it stems from them, but they don't know it. I, I think that's the problem, they don't know it. They, yeah. Yeah. Before, like if somebody's an not. attachment, I'd be like, okay, you know, for before, like just I don't know how to say that. I would have said, okay, you know, and I probably would have believed that they were telling the truth. I didn't know. But now, no. I think it's like you guys are saying, I think it's it stems from them. I and mean, then they just they don't realize it and they're calling it yeah, and, and,
1: yeah it's not it's not knowing what it is mm-hmm. and then, yeah trying to label it as what they've heard other people talk about
2: yeah and it's much much easier to blame that than what you said to take accountability for the shit you've done and that's tough sometimes to do that but still see
3: my my brain goes a completely different way like When I'm thinking about it, okay, attachments. If it's something that's off of them and it's stemming off of them, and they are basically feeding it and level level like just being in it and around it, like how big can that get? What's
0: feeding it though?
3: And where did it come from? Their bullshit, their negative emotions, whatever they're not dealing with. But like, Mm -hmm. if they just keep ignoring it, is it just going to get bigger or is it just going to be the same? Like what? what happens
0: that's a valid point what does happen if because i tend to see i tend to see them as like instant karma it's a fast karmic Mm -hmm. system not a punishment okay but hey you've done these things and this is the energy you're massing and now you need to deal with it that's a valid point how big does that go and what does it do to the person if they're not taking care of the energy that they surround themselves with have inside their head and
3: are just circulating the system yeah just kind of makes me like oof like i don't it doesn't feel good
1: it kind of reminds me of um how they're like like there's energies born out of issues by humans like when they're stuck in a situation and all that emotion all that energy is so much that it there's some sort of energy born from that and not initially sentient but that's what it's i suppose it feeds from now and so now it it's become this thing where that's um, what these people have made and it either follows them or it stays where it's at and it's just there and some people um, stumble upon it and they think it's
3: an attachment
0: maybe like it snowballs yeah and then because it's it almost like it take on takes on a life of its own. You mean? Yeah. Every time I've ever been in a session, and I can see where you're coming from. Every time I've ever been in a session where somebody has asked about an attachment, and I say, "What is this all about? This thing that they are calling an attachment. What is this?" And I always start to read that way because I don't know everything. There could be a time where suddenly an attachment happens and it changes everything I've known. I they shook their heads at me, but we'll see what happens in the future. i like to leave it open. And they're you know, one of them just like put his foot down at me like, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, really. They um, said, I'm, ignore- I'm annoying. They just call me annoying. They're like, you're annoying. We literally just answered you on this. Thing. But every time I'm in a session and someone is talking about attachments, my mind immediately goes to, can you help me understand what this is all about? I have seen people think that attachments especially negative ones are actually like a grandparent who's following them around and been like, Hey, I'm here. I want you to know I'm okay. I did cross over. I am proud of you. I did hear these things that you talked to and I am answering you back. And they're, it's not like they're desperate to get to them, but I've seen more human based ancestors. Um, Sometimes off worlders that stay in shadow because they don't want to freak people out because again, people scare easy but I've seen actual beings, but they're always in the entourage. They're not just like following them around at their heels, like nipping at them. But if the people would just stop, take a breath and say, what is this? They would see it. Now on the flip side of that, what (sighs) happens? sometimes when I see it, I always hear the same phrasing. This is a culmination of their behaviors and they say it the same way. And then it almost appears like a knot, like a, like a big rope knot. And they start pulling the pieces and pulling the strings apart to unravel it. And it'll be like this behavior, that thought process, this thing over here. And I'll start listing them off to the people and help them clear it and get through it. And then every single time they're like, I actually feel better. I feel like facing our shit is not as scary as we think it is.
2: It's not, but it feels like it. Mm-hmm.
3: That's why we're such good procrastinators.
2: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't think it is either. I don't think it's as bad. No.
0: I don't think so either. I know that we tend to go to worst case scenario. I know that we tend to, I I mean, humans love to catastrophize. I have to say there's times where I think it's fun too, like literally fun. And I'm like, well, this is just silly because me stepping into this puddle is not going to cause the neighborhood to collapse. Like that is ridiculous sometimes it's entertaining so I wonder if we could start encouraging people to view it like that that it's it's very rarely worst case scenario and it's usually highly enlightening and heavily entertaining in the process.
2: As- <laughs> she cracks her neck.
0: You look like you're waiting, you know, like you're getting ready for a fight, like you're in the corner. That's
2: what it you know, feels like... like sometimes. I'm like, mm, yeah. Can't <laughs> be steel. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I lost what we were talking about. Can't be steel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was saying that if we could flip the script, that sometimes it's entertaining to start going through the self work and seeing ourselves through a different lens. It is entertaining. To so not it make
3: up. it work. Yeah. Wait, what? I said, so not to make it actually work. Don't treat it as work.
1: Treat it as something fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the major issues of uh, doing this is treating it as work and treating it as something like serious when we don't really need to. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: We don't need to well, take it as serious, yet we do. So why do we approach this with so much seriousness all the time?
2: I don't know, because I always say, let's play. Like, I, I'm, i no, this is not work. This is play. This is playtime. Let's dig. Let's find. Let's dig. Let's shovel it out. And then I end up crying. And then I'm thinking about, this is not quite play. <laughs> but I always start with, let's play. <laughs> but it's not. How did I that. end up crying? <laughs> I mean, it, then after that, it's fine. And yeah. It should be fun, actually. It shouldn't be as scary as we make it be. I guess
3: it should almost be like an adult treasure hunt, but not an adult. But you know what I mean. It like, kind of is. Yeah, you're discovering.
2: Little I love pieces that yeah.
3: about yourself. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh well, we should do that. that. Every now and then, we should you do, know, like you're going to scan your little knee, little. and it's okay, and you get back up, and you go play again, and then you find the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's kind of like getting back into your childhood yeah. playfulness. I think
3: that would help out. Cause yeah, you might have learned something like that wasn't so great and like charity said skinned your knee, but you know what? Right. Like the next thing could have been pretty incredible. Yeah. And because you stopped and boohooed about your skin knee, you never you missed out on all the treasure. That's right.
2: You just get up and go again. Let's go. Hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: It would probably be better to let them look at it like that instead of like work. Even though it's work, but I do. I call it play. I'm like, let's play. Yeah, I do like
0: that. I think it comes down to all those spiritualists that made sh- like shadow work and ego work seem like it was such an integral part of your spiritual connection. You could never connect to spirit unless you come absolutely pure and do
2: all the work to get there. Well, there we go. As leveling everybody to- again. Mm-hmm. I said, there we go. Leveling everybody again. Exactly.
3: Instead of treating, Yeah. Yeah. It's your Mm segments. Like I learned through Andrea's Akashic record. Like I learned some shit (sighs) that I was not prepared for. Like I was pulling tapes. Like I was leaving and everything. Like I was not prepared for that.
2: Sure do.
0: But
3: yeah, right. Like I was. (laughs) I was like out to. I was gone. Like dude.
2: I was like. I told her to do it. Oh, she's gonna fucking hate me now. I'm like
3: no but no like I'm totally glad I did it like it's hard and I I know there's still a ton of shit that I need to go through yeah but it was opening a door that needed to be open and I'm glad that I took that jump and you know we just have to try to encourage other
1: people to take
3: that jump as well
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I think so and I guess it's also there's just the not knowing what's after that like Mm -hmm. how they think life is going to change drastically after having this big realization or this intense work that it's Mm -hmm. gonna snowball into more more intense work
3: or you find something that's gonna like you uncovered it and it's broken and like now you're fucked that's not usually the case (laughs) that's almost never the case
1: yeah, it's like, oh no, I'm gonna find this thing and it's broken and can't repair it and everything sucks and uh, and now and... I'm broken. Like, no, that's <laughs> not it.
0: Like... I don't even know where to go next. Just... I know. <laughs> like... And now it's broken. No, it's it's true. I've heard. So on my on my Facebook. I had put a post about how this is your sixth sense. Everybody can use it. And this is how we do it. And this man came at me angry. And I was like, sir, it is Facebook. And also like nine in the morning. Are you okay? Because he was like, this is not for everyone. And I was like, so we're gatekeeping. He was like, you have to do the work. And I was like, maybe you do because you're a gatekeeper and obviously very angry. Like, I'm not getting angry at the shit other people do. I'm getting angry at the shit that I have to, one, put up with and get put in my place, my face that I actually have to deal with and my own shit. I'm going to be mad at my own shit. I'm going to be mad at somebody else's reel on freaking Facebook. But he was like, it has to be X, Y, and Z and it has to be this way. And I literally, like, he had like a paragraph. And I just responded with, are you okay? Because it was the most ridiculous thing I had. It's right up there with those men who attacked my reel about being approached as a psychic in public. And that dude who was yelling across the bar like, come on over, get a reading from her. Like, how dare I possibly feel that way? It was the same shit. How dare I possibly feel that way that people don't have to do all of this work? Just to be able to have the privilege of speaking the spirit. And it's funny because as I say that, they kind of scoff and I'm getting giggle and laughter because they're like, it's not even like that. It's that mentality of putting spirit on such a pedestal that we can't possibly reach it because obviously we're pieces of shit and we're not good enough and we're just human. And like using the word human as a degradation.
3: If it was, then why do we keep choosing to come back? Mm. Oof! Oh, I love that. I love that perspective.
0: It's true. I mean that that that's. I got no words. I'm stuttering, <laughs> and I'm done. She's <laughs> yeah. done. She's like <laughs> And... Brittany has
2: spoken. Yep. It's her with. Mic drop. Yeah, it for real. That was. Because was... it's, it's a good <laughs> question. Why do we keep coming back then? Ready?
0: Yeah, why would we choose to leave spirit to come here if we really were worse off than they are? If we really are in a shitty position, lower than them, dumber than them not able to be as worthy of them. Why would you put yourself in that situation of not being worthy over and over again? I can understand like one time being like, cool, now I have that experience and I'm just going to go off on my spiritual way now. But that's a very valid point. I can't understand spirit wanting to do and us wanting
2: to do that again and again. I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's the learning I think it's the variations. I think it's all the variables. I think it's all the lives, all the different ways we can connect. I think it's just knowing the human condition in such a level that, because you can't experience everything in one life. There's no way.
3: And a good friend of mine, she calls it earth school.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. We're here Mm -hmm. to learn. Yeah,
1: And the mentality also, I think what contributes to that as well is, the many, 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 many years of work culture as well, and just life. People always saying what you want to have, you got to work hard for it. There's no other way other than working hard for it. And so they input that into everything else, every other mm-hmm. aspect in life.
3: I mean, there is nothing wrong with working hard, but this is something that's available to everyone plain and simple yeah it is available. what you choose if you choose to use it what you choose to do with it that's you and that's your karma but you're the one ultimately holding yourself back if you're gonna try to keep other people from it or try to make it into something that it's not or something exclusive
2: hmm it's a way
3: I wonder about that. When
0: people cross over and they've been gatekeeping and they've been telling people that they're not worthy enough to do all these things, like, do they go home and go, "Shit"?
1: I kind of wonder <laughs> too. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they do. I think you are like, well, well, that wasn't a great <laughs> thought.
3: They just kind of yeah, walk it, around it, like this.
1: Yeah. Look <laughs> what that means.
3: <laughs> I to go back a try again.
0: <laughs> they have the hat on real yeah. low. They're well, like, down, no, you're no, no. glasses,
3: right all down. of it. They're like,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I can't get that image out of my head now.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. um Yeah. I yeah. A lot of it is just. I feel like the um taught to struggle in order to achieve what you want Mm -hmm. you can't get where you want unless you struggle for it
3: Mm -hmm. or you don't oh there's the worthiness thing right because if you didn't work for it you didn't struggle you didn't spend hours and days and sacrifice then you weren't worthy of it to begin with
2: so do you think it's their ego and like how they feel about themselves is why they do that to other people like, oh it's definitely projecting yeah,
1: like <clears throat> it's definitely
2: projecting like why wouldn't you tell people like why I don't understand that I don't mm-mm, I don't understand that not like why would you do that you know this works why are you keeping it away from people like because then
0: i I had a client last year who was paying a thousand dollars a month to her mentor and her mentor kept telling her she wasn't ready to use her gifts oh <sighs>
3: Oh, <laughs> <All> that poor dear.
0: Oh, she came to a gift session with me when it was still 50 minutes, when it was shorter, and we ended up spending a lot more time together. But she was like, Holy crap! And I remember thinking to myself, She shouldn't even be working with her anymore. And as soon as I thought that, she said, I don't even think I should be working with her anymore. And I was like, There we go, half the battle's yeah. over. Not that I'm going to try to force somebody to do anything, but if spirit's telling me the same thing and I'm feeling that same way, I'm going to agree. I'm not going to hold back. Personally, I completely agree with you. But can you imagine that? I think that there's, it's a multifaceted issue because there's some people who are like, you can't possibly be as good as me. And they purposely hold people back. And then there's some who keep holding people back because they know once they actually touch their gifts and learn how to use them with confidence, they're going to see that they don't fucking need them anymore.
3: they're going to surpass
0: Mm -hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which I find insane because that's a good thing. If your student gets better at reading than you are, you have won the teacher lottery. Like you have won teacher of the year award. Enjoy that because they should that's the whole goal of teaching people to use their gifts is so that they can do it on their own consistently with confidence on a daily basis not so that they're beholden to people and yeah like it's like Sharon's putting in the chat it's financial greed too that's another part of it Mm -hmm. is huge amounts of financial greed
2: I understand the greed comes as part of that, but like if somebody really knows what's going on and like helping people, like why would you even? I don't know. I just I don't. I don't understand keeping that knowledge. I don't understand keeping knowledge and learning from people. Period. No matter what it is.
3: Hmm. I try to look at it now as those people that are trying to withhold that knowledge or trying to put a price tag on it? Do I really want to learn from them in the first place? Am I really going to get what I need? It's or those, like, did, am I really going to get anything?
2: Yeah, That's a good point, too. It?
3: Mm-hmm. Hole in my pocket. Yeah. That's all I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a big
2: one.
0: <laughs> Your bank account pleading with you to oh, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: just, I don't know. I don't know. And they also always, it feels like they just want to feel like the better person. They want to feel on top of everyone else. So it goes back to the ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And some just want to keep people down where, where they are as well. If they feel like if they can't achieve it, they don't want to see anyone else able to achieve that too. Because that'll make them feel like failures, maybe.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Banking your worth in the holding down of other people is always going to be very thin ice. It's not sustainable because realistically, if that ego is that loud, that's like, I need to hold down others so I'm awesome and I'm so good, fear, doubt, judgment, condemnation, comparison. What's it going to take for someone else who is, you know, quote unquote, a better reader than them to pass in front of them? There's mm-hmm. always like tons of celebrity readers and mediums. I mean, they're all over it. We had Sylvia Brown. How many books did she have out? world renowned and all these things. What is it going to take? to shatter that ego and then take down everyone else with them.
2: What's it going to take to shatter that ego?
0: Mm-hmm. To make them face the reality of it, to do, you know, do their own shadow work and face their own realities. Demons of
1: what they're of. Demons.
2: Demons need to come oh. in and poke
0: them in
1: think <laughs> of does me. Constantly have people yep. in front of them who surpass them. And that's the thing, is,
3: I think what Shirley was saying a little bit was surrounding, surrounding by good people, right? Because if mm-hmm. people are constantly saying you're amazing, you're great, you're amazing, that's just feeding your ego again, right? And even some of the most wonderful people are still going to feel that.
1: agreed that yeah and it also has to do with that they might not have a community of people as well who are mm-hmm. also on the same path as them very true community is very important
0: as we've all know we imagine how much we've grown just from having a community just the last year and seeing the community grow like actually charity is one who pointed this out to me is somebody all called it family game night
3: mm-hmm.
0: not just game night on the discord it was family game night and then she also pointed out to me that in the retreat it's family dinner mm-hmm. the night before if you want to join in
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not it's not just hey you want to join us she pointed out all those things to me that Community becomes family really quickly. And not just blood family, but a family that actually supports you and lifts just- you up and hears you and guides you. It's a chosen family,
1: so found mm-hmm. family, yeah. yeah.
0: I love found family. What a beautiful concept yep, that is. Found family.
2: <sighs> it was interesting on this. <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, please continue. No, it was. It was interesting because I'm I'm sitting there and I'm reading it and like just doing some other stuff and I, I kept seeing that and then just the whole they're calling it family night and I was just like you realize that right like this is not community game night this is family game night
3: that's it I wonder why you focused in on that charity I mm-hmm. Not <laughs> <works so> <laughs> no I'm kidding
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I wonder why I don't you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, just somebody's gonna talk now. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> on the heels of apparently on the heels of family is keep each other accountable as oh, well. Yeah. i was just really happy it's
2: not.
3: <laughs> She's just yeah.
2: I did tell her to do the Akashic record, so that's fine. We're good.
3: She did, and I'm so glad she did. Well. <laughs>
2: it hurt like a bitch, but I'm so glad she did. It did, didn't it? But it's it's much better for it, I think.
0: Yeah, sharing it. Yes. i know that records workshop is no fucking joke it
2: really isn't it's
3: not i i honestly my ego was up that night i was like oh yeah i'll blow through this no problem no oh i'm like oh i'm ready to play and i got in there It's like oh, right wait. i was like oh yeah this Fuck. will be a good time no
2: yeah like, mm-hmm. no. oh, yeah, like, oh, oh. Sure. i know andrew would say something i'd be like oh, fucker yeah it's tough i love you mm-hmm. not really i know i know i know i know i know it's just i'm not gonna change i don't want you
3: to <laughs> I, like,
0: you I was just like god no but no i always get a giggle out of that like sorry not sorry yeah, don't be sorry mm-hmm. don't
2: be sorry i'm don't not
0: be- i'm not because you know there's plenty of people who who message me and are like this was life-changing this was so great but charity always messages me and and says something like you broke me apart again, and then you helped me put myself back together, and I got it in the end. Yeah. But fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole
2: thing. I love you, but fuck you. I'm done with this. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's what it, it is. is what it's what it like is. fucking done with you, but I'll see you that's tomorrow. Yeah. You okay? Well, that's what family is,
3: right?
0: Mm-hmm. It, it is so it's that
3: acceptance of each other.
0: No, oh, I love that. <sighs> Thank you all for coming to Sweet Release Healing After Dark. I love your contributions. I love talking to all of you and seeing what you actually have to say and not worrying about being pleasing to everyone and TikTok approved. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all so much. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your spiritual connection. I appreciate your camaraderie, your friendship, your love and the family ties we've all grown together. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Charity. Thank you, Shirley. Big, huge thanks to Sharon and Morgan for being here and making sure that we run smoothly, keeping us focused and on the line and bringing up amazing information too. I love all of you. Have a beautiful evening and thank you so much.